Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, Aligning Your Career to Your Purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practicing astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders' stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling, and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Astrology Leaders. And I am very excited to be having a conversation with Linda Williams, who's based up in Singapore and is the co-founder of Soothe, which is a digital wellbeing platform. And she's also the founder and MD of Vim and Vigar PR, which is Singapore's leading boutique communications agency, offering luxury travel, wellness and hospitality communications consultancy to some of the world's most prestigious brands. Linda has a hospitality degree and over 20 years of PR and marketing leadership in luxury travel. And Linda founded V and VPR in 2013 with a vision to provide engaging and thoughtful communication strategies while applying her in-house approach. To date, Linda has driven creative initiatives for Amman Resorts, Como Hotels and Resorts, Swire Hotels, Singita, Smith Hotels and Scott Dunn to name but a few. And in 2020, Linda co-founded The Soothe, which is a bold, inclusive and honest holistic wellbeing platform in Singapore, specifically for an Asia-based audience. The site currently receives $15,000 15, $15, visitors a month who are looking for wellness information and intel on mind, body and spirit. Linda, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to have a chat. Oh, fantastic. Well, let's, let's just jump straight in because clearly there's a strong entrepreneurial spirit within you and somebody who, once you decide you want to do something, you make it happen. But before we delve into your chart, I'd love to get your take on the role of leadership and why you believe it's so important for everyone to step into their leadership qualities today. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we have a huge responsibility within small, medium, large companies to, to lead by example and lead with authenticity and integrity. And I've always had that, you know, and we, we grow into our leadership roles, but it, it's so important for me to, to lead by example um, and be transparent with the team, be authentic with the team help them understand why they're doing what they're doing and make them feel part of an overall vision, an overall community and an overall mission to get great things done, essentially. 
Yeah, absolutely. So really providing the inspiration, creating the vision and then allowing them to bring through their unique qualities to, yeah. to, to get the job done, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I always ask my, ask my guests this next question, uh, which is, have you always believed in the stars or did exploring your birth chart with me change that for you? And if so, how? Yes, I mean... <laughs> I, I know I've always read my star signs and I haven't like gone by the nth degree of what they're saying, but I think for me, star signs and as well as other resources and techniques, whether it's mindfulness, NLP, other forms of helping you to try and understand yourself and be more self-aware. I think that's why I've always found them quite fascinating to get more of an understanding of who we are as human beings. One thing though that has always puzzled me is because I'm cancering, I'm meant to be like this real home girl. And I love creating beautiful home where you come in and you feel nurtured and you know cozy and all the rest of it. And I've always been into that, but I've also been hugely into adventure and travel and exploring. So I've always been like, am I really cancerian? Is this really true? But then when I spoke to you and you told me, what was it the sun in the ninth house? Or what, yeah, what we'll it? have a chat about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we'll go into that. And that part of you explaining um, how I actually love to travel and, and find home away from homes and different destinations really helped me bring all that to life. I was like, ah, the penny drops. That makes sense. <laughs> so, so it sounds like there was a, through the conversation that we had, there was a deepening of appreciation that there's quite a few layers to astrology and that it's Absolutely. not simply about where the sun is at the time that you're born and there's so much more information available exactly. when we go deeper. You know, and when we were kids, it was, you know, when you, 20 years ago, it's like looking in the back of like Just 17 magazine and seeing what your paragraph says that week. No, it's, it's far more complex than that. <laughs> which is where I think a lot of us as astrologers start was looking at the back of a magazine and yeah. looking at what it means to be a Leo this this week, this month, this year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, so let's jump straight in. And for those of you that are listening, Linda's already alluded to the fact that she's a Cancerian sun sign. So that means that the sun was in the sign of Cancer when she was born. And to her point, that brings through those very strong qualities of home really mattering to you, having a safe haven, having a place that you can bring people into um, your environment so that they feel nourished and nurtured. And from a career perspective, that, that can, Cancerian attributes can really show through um, as being the kind of leader, consultant, advisor, whatever your role is, but for those that you're interacting with, it's always going to be important for you to create a safe space for, for people to be able to do their work. So to set it up so that there's some form of, if you like, nourishment and that the environment that they're in is going to support them to bring through their best work. So there's a lovely Cancerian quality can be very much about making sure that you're nurturing those people that matter to you. And so... If we use that purely, that essence as a starting point, we will go into the fact that it's in the ninth house. But if we if we use that as an essence, how important to you is that in the workplace, that essence of creating a home that or a, a, a place to work that feels a bit more like being at home rather than some kind of a corporate machine? 
Yeah, I know. It's funny you say that because our, our, the office that we have is like a home. <laughs> I designed my office like this beautiful, comfortable home. Everyone absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's important to feel, to make feel, people feel at home, feel comfortable, feel at ease in the way that they do their work as well. Um, and at the end of the day, yeah, cancerians are very, they like to nurture and care and help other people. So whether that's through my team, uh, through communications, I like to help brands be the best that they are and thrive. And through my wellness platform, I like to provide a whole plethora of information on well-being to help other people thrive as well. So I think mm. it's that nurturing, caring, the need to, to help others that comes through, whether that's with my team. I'm, I'm super motherly with them sometimes. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I think they kind of love it, but kind of don't. <laughs> they'd, they'd be attracted to that. I'm oh, sure. God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need to rein it in sometime. Um, and then, you know, either with my team, with my clients, and then with the Soothe, my new platform, it, it does come out through those channels. And it's, under, it's also understanding why we do what we do. You know, the Simon Sinek book gets the essence of the why. Why do you do this? And when you start asking why, 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 why? And then, you know, things like astrology help you understand yourself better and, and why we do what we do, essentially. So Yeah, yeah. You also alluded in the beginning of the conversation that you uh, discovered that there's a di there's another dimension to the fact that the sun's in cancer and you've always thought, oh, actually, I yearn for travel and I yearn for adventure. Yeah. And, I, and that's kind of a... a, a at odds with the fact that I'm also a homebody and the main reason being that the sun does lie in the ninth house in your chart and from a from an um, astrological placement the ninth house is very much about expanding the mind higher learning whether that's the university in the formal sense or it's the university of life experience and going beyond the borders of where you were born yeah and having experiences and so what's also interesting, because given you're an English national, but now based in Singapore, and you happen to work for companies that allow people to set up a home away from home, yeah. <laughs> there's so many strong connections and correlations in the sense of having that ability to be able to put the home on your back and yeah. create a home away from where you were born. So yeah. have you always been drawn to the concept of um, ho the hotel or the, you know, the, the tourism industry or just at least yeah. spaces where people feel really nourished in a beautiful way? Yeah, absolutely. Like when, when I was younger, you know, you have to choose your degree when you're 16 or 17 and I was head girl and I was organizing all these events at school and I loved to cook and I loved, I loved hospitality. I loved running events, making people feel good, caring for them. And and then I was flicking through the UCAS book and I came across hotel and catering management. I was like, perfect. <laughs> so I, I kind of led into it that way. I went with my heart when it came to choosing a degree. All my friends were off to like Cambridge and Oxford and St. Andrews. And I was doing this hotel management degree. <laughs> like, that's not a proper degree. I'm like, oh, well. And here I am in Singapore. I've had, I've had a pretty cool life the last few years. So yeah, you just, it, it was just really embracing what I love to do and and yeah with the hotel someone was asking me the other day actually what's your favorite hotel in London what's your favorite hotel in Hong Kong and I always tend to go for hotels that a have a sense of place but b always make me feel at home and that's normally mm. through um yes through design and lighting and ambience but I don't choose a place because of you know the gold taps or the chandelier it's it's normally the people and the people 
So the upper house in Hong Kong is a great example. They do service so well and it feels like a home and their hotel brand is called the House Collective because mm -hmm. it's all, it's like going to another home, a home away from home and it's the way that you feel when you're there. Mm. So yeah, super interesting. Yes, yeah, such a strong correlation with, yeah. <laughs> with what's happening in your in your chart. Yeah. The the other thing is that we often look at from a from a leadership perspective or when we're looking at the lens of astrology for a career, whenever we turn, I, I'm always curious to, to help people understand what their moon sign is all about because the moon represents what it is that you personally need around you and the kind of environments and people and circumstances to be able to play to your strengths. Mm. And as we know, if our needs aren't being met, then we're more likely to be um, exhibiting potentially stress behavior, which is certainly far from our, you know, complete uh, from our strengths. And um, your, your moon is in the sign of Capricorn. Now Capricorn is very, much the business end of town. It's the practical, um, goal-oriented earth sign that loves to have a long-term goal, needs to build, create a strategy, wants to put the goals, you know, goals in place to be able to get to the long-term goal, and is about creating some solid structure and foundation. And that's, you know, that's at odds with the way that your son is in, the, in that sort of family orientation, which means you were born on, at a full moon. So there's this part of you that on the one hand is nourishing and motherly and wants to create beautiful environments, but you have this equally, at the same time, you have this need to be very business-minded and, and to set long-term goals and to put structures in place. So how... how how have you integrated that into the work that you do? I mean, you run two businesses as a starting point and Capricorn likes to take on big goals. You know, you're not lighthearted. It's like, let's do something that's going to last the test of time. Yes. It's all quite fluid, really. I think once you, and we're always evolving, but I think once you embrace and understand who you really are, it's running with that and embracing your qualities and your skills and understanding also your downsides as well and any things that you might not be particularly good at and learning how to delegate those but in terms of who I am with that leader and the strategic and goal setting coupled with that more nurturing it kind of all it's all fluid it's not like here's Linda A or here's Linda B yeah, um, yeah. although I do have my business game face <laughs> where I'm like Miss strategy goals very professional and then you know, when, when I, I feel comfortable with my clients, then they'll see more of the softer nurturing side. But mm. it's not like I'm being fake. It's, you know, business is business and you go in and you, uh, you set your goals and your strategy. And, um, uh, but it, it, it kind of, it's quite fluid for me. It's not switching between the, the different sides of me. It, it kind of flows in and out and everyone, everyone sees the full me. Mm, yeah. The other thing that's really interesting is if we look to the ruler of Capricorn, which is where the moon is, it's um, Saturn and Saturn represents strategy and it represents responsibility and that leadership part of yourself. Um, and it's it's situated right next to Jupiter, which is the planet of abundance. So there is a strong emphasis there around both um, having an abundance, well, bringing through that sort of strong sense of responsibility and leadership. But both of those planets are in Libra, which is an air sign. And 
the energy of Libra is about communication and it's about finding um, the balance and, the, and creating the harmony. So often writing falls under the banner of communication, under the banner of Libra. So it's almost like you need to, there's a need for you to be involved with expressing yourself and being able to articulate yourself and have conversations and be in dialogue that allow you to see both sides of the story. And it is interesting because those two planets are lining up in the part of the chart connected to communities and to groups. And so putting messages out to large groups. And so I'm, I'm wondering at what point did the PR agency unfold and when, when you really felt compelled to start sharing your voice and, and your messaging out to the, the broader world into different groups. Is that something that was yeah from the get-go? PR agency, it was an, a natural progression from working in-house for hotel brands. And I, I just wanted to, to expand and, you know, my entrepreneur side was itching to do something. So, you know, and, and, and with the PR side, which is a lot of social media now, it's a lot of podcasts, it's, you know, it's not just the traditional PR anymore. Um, yeah, I, I really thrive through all these different, using all these different communication channels for my client. But then it got to a stage where actually I wanted to communicate what I'm really passionate about, which is well-being, And that's how the Soothe came about. So I've been, so, I mean, had such a huge interest in, in well-being, whether it's mental health, physical health, um, whether it's communities connecting, make, again, making people feel good about themselves. Mm. And, and that's how the Soothe came about. And, and mm. just being something a lot more bold and inclusive than some perhaps of the other bigger sites, which are, yeah, a little bit, not, not elusive, but unattainable. Um, and you don't have to be 100% perfect. And well-being is all about balance and balance of the mind, balance of the soul, what you eat, how you move. It's, it's yeah, it's a, it's all about balance. Mm, that's interesting. So that's a really lovely signature with the Libra yeah. there. The yeah. other, the other thing that I was one of the first things I noticed when we sat down, and I was excited to meet you to talk about the soothe because well-being and mindfulness and anything that helps nourish the mind, body, and soul is something I'm personally attracted to, yeah. and. Um, and for those of you that are listening and interested in astrology, the part of the chart that's connected to uh, career, which is the 10th house and the 10th house cusp is called the mid heaven because it's the highest point in the chart. And it's a strong energy in terms of the professional reputation uh, that you're and your professional legacy that you're here to leave behind and yours is in the sign of Virgo and Virgo is that very practical um, energy that really incorporates what's required to bring balance to the mind, to the body and the soul. And so that, that's always been there in terms of that well-being and finding some form of harmony and some form of um, balance. And But equally for you with, um, with Virgo being there, there is, a, there is a desire to be able to go out there and to help heal other you know whether it's your organizations in the PR firm whether it's your clients and whether it's individuals on the platform 
there's some, that, that Virgo energy is always going to be about understanding what's the problem, what are the different steps that we can take to help you move towards being whole once again? Yeah. So, so in terms of that energy, how has that played out in your career? That that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. As I, uh, as with the soothe, it, it it is with the topics that we cover in the soothe. Actually, um, so we have we have mind, we have body, we have connect, we have living and nourish and so we're always looking at what do people need what do people need to know and read and understand how can we help people what's happening in the in the market in the world right now so you know when we launched the suit we actually launched it um, coincidentally in mental health awareness month and you know with the global pandemic the way it is there's, there's so many issues with mental health whether it's um financial you know job worries financial insecurity being stuck at home in an abusive relationship, um, being on the other side of the world, not being able to see your family, um, being in this no man's land, we don't know when this is all gonna get fixed, really. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so much conflicting information out there in the media, whether it's from different governments, different health boards. So there's a lot of uncertainty out there. And I think for us, we, were, we really covered mental health from the bottom up. So we started at the basics. And we ensured that we used experts. It wasn't me and my team, the Soothe, writing about it. It was interviewing top psychologists, mental health professionals to really bring great advice and, and help people at that time. So mm -hmm. we're always looking at what's trending. Um, you know, Bling, Bling Empire just came out on Netflix where everyone was talking about emotional abuse. So we did a piece on emotional abuse. Like, what are people talking about? What do they need to know more of? How can we help them? Um, so that is how we're always trying to understand what's happening in the, in the world, in Singapore and what information and what tools can we give to them to help them navigate their lives, basically. Amazing. Amazing. I'm so excited for you that the platform sounds like it's on such a wonderful growth trajectory and that the take up's been what you, yeah. Well, has, yeah. how has the take up been? Were you surprised yeah. by what happened when you launched? Yeah, I mean, we've always, you know, we've only been going four or five months and our, our mission at the beginning, obviously we were starting to commercialize and monetize it, but we really want to provide quality content. There's so much crappy clickbait out there on other sites that they're just putting uh, sensationalizing headlines out there to get that click through and get the ad dollars coming in. But we just really want to provide quality content. Um, that's, that comes from a bold, honest, mature voice, but without being condescending, it's fun, it's engaging, it's fun to read, it's light to read. Um, so we've always just like really stuck by our guns and, and gone with the quality. And we've had so much positive feedback going, oh my God, I love reading this. It's the only thing I read. Um, I love all the experts that you include. I love your tone of voice. Can we have more of this, more of that? So it, it's that two-way conversation. It's not just us putting stuff out there. It's mm -hmm. us listening to our readers and going, what, what do you want to hear more of? What do you like? What don't you like? Tell us and, and we'll, we'll continue to evolve it. So, yeah, it's, it's an absolute trip. I love it. It's interesting because one last little point I'll make on your chart as you're talking and I'm looking at it, the ruler of the midheaven, Virgo being the midheaven and describing the, the legacy that you're here to leave behind. But Mercury is the planet that rules 
uh, Virgo and Mercury is located over in the eighth house and the eighth house is representative of that part of you that's connected to your subconscious to mm. wanting to go deep to wanting to truly understand if you like the why um, but it's essentially the part of ourselves that we're not necessarily aware of but we become more conscious of as we do more inner work the older that we get and so there's a desire within you to not be surface level but to do work that's actually going to have an impact and and inspire people to go deeper to get a better sense of who they are to understand more profoundly what it is that's important to them and to understand why they why they operate the way they do and give them inspiration for them to change that. So I think that's an that's a really lovely way of kind of wrapping up what's been one of the reasons in my mind why I think Soothe is such a lovely extension of the essence of your soul's blueprint through the lens of astrology. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Obviously, people can find you in different spaces, but I suppose before I go into that, I just would love to ask you one more question from an astrological experience perspective. Based on your experience of unpacking the deeper aspect of um, yourself using the lens of astrology, how do you think this form of ancient wisdom can help our listeners unlock the pathway to their own leadership and professional success? Yeah, I think it's going back to, to what we were saying before is understanding who you are, um, having that, uh, having that not recognition, but yes, yes, I am this way or that way, or this is the way I feel, the way I feel or act the way I act. And it, it kind of, kind of, catapult you and give you that confidence to push yourself forward in you know whatever areas you want to 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 go into in your career but I I think it's a great support and kind of framework to help you understand who you are and and where you want to be lovely all right so what can what can listeners look out for next when it comes to the soothe is there anything that's kind of coming up or I know that a lot of the listeners will be listening in Asia, but there'll be people listening in Australia and Lord knows where else they'll be tuning in from. So, yeah, we, yeah, we actually, even though our, you know, we're Singapore based and that's our number one audience, we've actually got a lot of people coming in from the US, Australia, Indonesia. So our audience is, is starting to get broader. I mean, I guess SEO picks up the topics that we're writing about as well. Uh, but it's really interesting to see where, where all of that's coming from. So what's next? Um, I will actually be getting into podcasts as well, um, but really tackling bold topics. Um, I was at a dinner last night and we were talking about narcissism, gaslighting and manipulation. Um, and I'm very well read in this because um, I had gaslighting done to me years and years and years ago. So I'm very well read in it. And we had this whole conversation, but we're going to be talking about juicy topics like that to kind of bring awareness to some of the mind tricks that are out there, for instance. And then we'll be talking about other great topics such as um, the huge evolution of the plant-based protein industry and what's happening and and why it's so important that we we embrace this and, and lead more of a a meat-free lifestyle, um, and then looking at um, 
areas, whether it's movement, um, obviously the mental health stuff will be, that's kind of the bread and butter of what we do. A lot of the mental health stuff, whether it's anxiety or, or depression or how to help your friend if you're, if you're spotting some signs that they may not be feeling great or, or all the rest of it. Um, but we want to do it with bold and an honest way with experts, uh, make it a little bit fun as well and engaging but just be super real and honest with it so there'll be lots of fun chats coming up oh I look forward to listening to that and of course with Mercury in the eighth house you want to go deep you don't you want to tackle the tricky issues to help free people up we're not about we're not about surface level stuff I like I like dig someone said to me the other day you like you take a topic and you dig and you dig and you dig so there'll be lots of juice coming out Fantastic. Oh, I look forward to, to yeah. seeing and listening and, and um, experiencing all of that. So, Linda, thank you so much for joining me today. I love going through your chart with you. I'm really inspired by the work that you're doing. You're making a big contribution to the community out there and helping so many. And um, let's hope the international travel opens up again and you can get that backpack yep. on again and, and, <laughs> and make some more homes away from home oh, in the not yes, too please. distant future. Oh, oh. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed our chat. You're welcome. Take care. Bye for you now. Too. Bye. Bye-bye. If you would like to know more about me, visit josephinecorcoran.com. I work with individuals and organisations supporting and creating sustainable change in careers and workplaces. While you're there, check out my Astrology for Business membership and my coaching programs. You can follow me on Facebook, just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page and also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran. Love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening and I look forward to you joining me for more leadership wisdom here on Astrology for Leaders.